listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 216. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the almost forgot how to say the intro, the one, the only, the also kind of grumpy, John Brownstone. I'm embracing my grumpy today. Oh, we, no one has time for that. <laughs> no one. Especially since when we get to the bonus section, no one will believe you have a reason to feel grumpy. True. Okay, I'm going to keep going now. Grumpy polar bear. Rawr. Yeah, clearly. Rawr. Y'all don't even know. Rawr. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> and considering this week's topic, OMG. <laughs> this week, we're talking about cheering each other up, even when you're a grumpy ass polar bear. Something that feels like a full-time job sometimes. <laughs> Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. And yes, it's like this every week. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday, usually every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. As always, we just want to say thank you to our Patreon peeps, our proud crickets, mm-hmm. our kinky patrons. We see you. We love you. All we, of you. All of you. All of you. We love you so much. <laughs> we are not making a big push for our Patreon, um, but if you are somehow interested and have a little cash to your name, you can help us do this thing that we do at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. And that's all I'm going to say about it because I'm not doing a big push because we understand the state of the world right now it's okay but if you are one of our patrons we see you and we love you and we thank you okay so before we get into the topic i want to do my thing that i've been doing which is i guess now the third or fourth week in a row uh show of hands who's tired of me doing this it's the reminder stop did you just raise your podcast listeners he just raised his hand it's the reminder (laughs) it's just a simple reminder uh, mini podcast episodes are going out mm-hmm. every Tuesday on your favorite uh, podcast app, if you are a podcast listener. Um, we are still doing our Friday night YouTube live stream hangouts where we talk mm-hmm. about not a damn thing that's important, but we have a good time doing it. And then if you happen to be with us on Patreon or are considering Patreon, or this is somehow a selling point to you, that matter to me, we do have a Discord server through Patreon. I'm not spending as much time in there as I would like, but we will work on that. I'm working on that. So <laughs> that is the weekly reminder. We're getting to that quickly, getting through it quickly. Let us move on to today's topic, which feels like I'm reaching for a topic, but also I like to pull from things that are happening in our own lives. Yes. Because one, that's easy to talk about. Two, that feels kind of relatable. Like if I'm going through it, somebody else out there is going through it. And that is, um, of course, this is specific to the world we live in today. But you and I have always been this way outside Mm -hmm. of, you know, world on fire events. Yes. Um, And that's on cheering each other up. Um, I want to put a couple of disclaimers out here. Um, Probably the biggest one is this is not the my partner is going through a mental illness issue like depression or anxiety and I'm trying to cheer them up. 
that's a different thing. That's a whole, like we've talked about that in different ways. This mm -hmm. is sort of the, my partner's a little stressed. My partner's a little worried. My partner's just fucking grumpy <laughs> <laughs> and named John Brownstone. And we call him a grumpy polar bear, but whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, that's the level that we're getting into. We're going to try and keep this kind of light, mm -hmm. even though I think pretty much everybody watching or listening could go, yeah, there's plenty of reasons to either need cheering up or to just be grumpy um, and try to have the conversation within the context of a power exchange, except this is one of those topics. It's just a people thing. It's a human thing. It's a relationship thing. It doesn't matter what flavor your relationship is. These are things that I think we go through. Um, so yeah, this is, so if anybody's like, but my, my partner's going through a major depressive low, what, how do I cheer them up? I'm thinking you kind of don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a, it's just a whole different topic. So I think that was the only disclaimer I wanted to make sure I put out there so that people have, you know, expectation management, mm. which actually is also a really good topic idea that we'll have to, I'll have to write that down at some point. Um, <laughs> so why, why are we talking about this other than the world being on fire in general? Um, <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, most of the time with us, when it's, we flip flop, one of us is True. grumpy or stressed or worried or just in a bad mood or just, oh, I hate the world. And the other one is not quite that bad. And it's like, yeah. oh, I can. We, we alternate. Right. Um, I know, I think I know most, if not all of the reasons why I actively work hard to cheer you up. Um, I do, I do, I do that. Um, and there are the definite power exchange ones, mm -hmm. you know, um, sometimes I'm a playful baby girl who just really wants everybody to be happy. And sometimes it does feel like it's being of service to you. Yeah. Um, because quite frankly, you're not functioning at your best when you're walking around like a grumpy no, polar bear. No. And so then I'm not getting what I need. And so in order to help you through whatever, so you can get back to being the big D I really need you to be. It is a sort of an act of service to do something that I think will cheer you up. Um, and when I say do something, I mean, I'm not putting on a, a tap dance show in the living room. You know, sometimes I'm cracking a joke. Sometimes I'm, no, nobody wants to see that. No, especially since I have basically forsworn bras, except when I'm in front of a camera. Nobody, nobody wants to see the girls tap dancing. No, no. Um, stop. <laughs> but I know that I also do it for other reasons. And then I might be getting into heavy reasons. Well, here we are. Uh, I hate conflict. I hate conflict. It doesn't mean I've gotten better at not actively avoiding conflict when there needs to be conflict. If you follow me on my personal Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. I'm getting really good at that. Um, but I don't, I, I am one of those people pleasers that wants the people around me to be happy. I want the people that I care for to be happy. Mm. Now, I know that I've personally spent a long time unlearning behaviors and attitudes and ways of thinking that would allow me to make sure the other person is happy to my own detriment. Like there were many times it was, um, oh, we have no money, but what would make you happy is to buy that expensive thing. And this is pre you, you and I've never been this way. But in my first marriage, yeah, I was that person. Um, I do see how parents spoil children because I sometimes do actively fight the urge 
to, you know, I don't like to disappoint a kid. Now, sometimes I, I take great glee in their disappointment uh, and tears. No, I don't. <laughs> Not that bad. But, you know, I, I get me. You're right. Yes. Yes. You want to talk about the sadist coming out? <laughs> Let him tell a teenager he can't do something. This is great. Um, but I know that because I am a people pleaser, I have those tendencies and those urges and I have mm. to be careful. I, ha I have to, to think through um, why I'm trying to cheer somebody up, why I'm trying to make somebody happy. Is it actively hurting me to do it? Are there outcomes further down the line that I, where I may regret this and I can see them, I can see them coming like a freight train. So I have to make myself not do that thing, mm -hmm. even though it would make the person I wanna cheer up in front of me happy in the moment. Um, you and I have a very healthy relationship and I do, I can probably, if I went back in the memory banks, I could probably come across one or two times where maybe I said yes, or maybe I pretended to be enthusiastic about something because I wanted you to be happy. I can usually tell. These days you can, <laughs> these days you can. Um, these eyes are not really good at hiding. What I think the rest of my face will no, do fine. No, the no. eyes, oh no, the mm -mm. eyes, you'll know. You'll know. Eyes never lie. Mm -mm, not not on this face. Um, <laughs> there's a reason I don't play poker. But I I'm sure, and I think sometimes we do that in a relationship. You say yes to something, or you don't bring up a problem, um, because you don't want the fight, or it's just not worth it, and it keeps the other partner kind of in a happy place, and it's just not worth it to you to go into all of it. It's just not that big of a deal. For us, those are few and far between. Mm -hmm. Part of that being, we talk about everything. So even if it's a little naggy thing, I'm gonna go, hey, we're gonna have this conversation. <laughs> but those I think are my main reason, other than, and let me, let me, my biggest reason for actively working hard to, to cheer you up when I know you need it, or I think you need it. And that's how I like you to be happy. Life is better. When you're happy. When you're yeah, happy. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it just is. Um, now you do, you work hard to cheer me up. Your methods are different than mine. We're going to get into methods in a minute. Yeah. Don't worry, y'all. Um, do you, have you ever given it any thought as to why? Other than that you love me. I think, I think well, I mean, yeah, the there, I there love is, you There is the obvious that I love you, but you know, it's, it's kind of a twist on, on an old axiom, you know, a happy sub is a good sub. Well, I'd like to think so. <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> But I, I think with you, it comes down to, I, I know you work hard and you do so many things and you, you juggle so many plates at any given time. And there's only so much I can do to help you mm -hmm. with that, with, with what you do. So when I see you feeling down or unhappy, it, it hurts me. And I want you, you know, just like you want me to be happy, I want you to be happy. Don't make me cry, I'm wearing mascara. I don't think it's waterproof. <laughs> I love you, Dan. <laughs> but I, I think that's just, you know, the way it should be. I, you know, and I, and I agree. I, I mean, I would like to think that. I think part of it is our personality too. Mm -hmm. I think that if you are prone to be more of an optimist, it's probably a little bit easier to do. If you're in a, like, let's, the world being on fire notwithstanding, okay? Let's take that out of the equation for half a second. Under the old normal, right? Mm -hmm. um, when I was in a good place in life, when I was in a bad place in life, it was hard to be like cheery and excited and woo. 
except my natural optimism would kind of shine through. And so even on like the worst days, I could, I could usually find a glimmer because that's part of my personality. And I think that does have a lot to do with it. Your personality being part of it when things are good and easy, of course, it's easier for many people. But again, I think there's sort of a, um, how you're wired that goes into that. So Mm. God, I am the most annoying person when I'm in a good place in life, because then (laughs) my optimist side is much more glittery, much bigger, a much brighter color shade of purple. I'm just saying it's a, I, I have to actively tone it down. Like I, when I'm feeling good and life is good, I want everybody to feel good with me. And sometimes I'm the dim, sweet, dimmer. Right. I, and sometimes that's too much for people. Like even the people who love you are like, bitch, I need you to chill. Okay. Just calm the fuck down. Um, so I do think that there's probably something, um, inherent in that, that it's personality Mm -hmm. driven. I would like to clarify, because so I use the word cheerful and a lot of you can either hear me or see me and you're like, oh yeah, baby girl, cheerful, oh Lord. It's not always this rah-rah cheerleader kind of cheery. Um, Mm -hmm. You and I are both sarcastic asses. We are snarky fucks. I love some good dark humor. I love to crack an inappropriate joke where nobody else can hear me. Not a gross (laughs) one, not one that you would like be offended by, but like one you just would not say in public, right? So we mm-hmm. like me getting you to smirk when you've been grumpy. I mean, I feel like I just scored a touchdown. <laughs> like I don't even know how to score a touchdown. I can barely hold a football. I'm not sure where the football field is. I don't know what all those people are doing out there, but I think I know how they feel. Game set and match, right? Well, that's a different sport altogether. Yeah, we are not allowed to do sports metaphors. <laughs> um I just, I feel so good, even when it's dark humor and you smirk, like, or you do your evil laugh. Like, that's like, yes, that's a win. It didn't change the situation. It didn't change the reality of whatever caused the bad mood in the first place. But it took some, it takes some of the weight off. Yeah. And it added some levity. And I'm like, it's like almost a power I like to have. It's like, look, I made that person smile. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I made the person I love smile, which is even more, even if it's temporary. Yeah. So we do have different methods. Now we both do use, like, we do crack jokes that I will never say in front of my mother. Minimum. I would never say in front of my mother. Um, (laughs) You like to to drive me to distraction. You like, I think you really enjoy it when I'm like, are you kidding me? No. What I can think (laughs) of, (laughs) I can think of one method you use, but what methods do you think you use to cheer me up? Um, it, it depends. Mm -hmm. Um, there are times where I know that if I just unexpectedly out of the blue run off and and bring you back a Diet Coke. Oh yes. You just hit a love language there. You gave me a gift. See? (laughs) So I, I know that's one thing, Mm -hmm. um, depending on your mood. Um, if I just act stupid or goofy. Yeah, if I'm like paying attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, 
roll out a few puns. That's what I was thinking. I was going to name your puns. Oh, Lord, the puns, y'all. And I think, you know what I think it is? And we use the term cheering each other up, but I really think it's distraction because Mm -hmm. in the middle of like a frustrating thing or a bad mood or, you know, right now the world being on fire, it's really easy to get mired down in that reality because that's Mm -hmm. what we're living. But I don't think there's anything in life that can be a constant where that is all you can ever think about. Even if for half a second you your mind wanders, it just can't focus on the either best or worst possible thing 24-7 without distraction. Mm-hmm. And I really think that that's what the cheering up, which is just the expression I've been using because that's what I feel like I've been doing for you for the past four weeks. Um, but it's it's a, a pleasant distraction, an amusing distraction, because I, I am, I hate the puns. I am also in awe of the puns because I understand <laughs> that being able to make puns like that is a sign that basically the, the neurons are firing up there because you're making connections and you're remembering things and you're thinking of words and it's just a really creative way to use language. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they drive me just nuts yeah. oh my gosh so i do think of i know you're really trying to get me out of whatever funk i'm in whatever mood i'm in mm-hmm. whatever's got my focus that's negative when the puns just start rolling y'all we can be sitting at the dinner table and between him and the 14 year old they go y'all once had an entire conversation in puns in queen yeah. puns yeah freddie mercury queen song lyrics and puns was an entire conversation Mm -hmm. i was blown away i was also very annoyed i just (laughs) my eyes are rolling but you know what i wasn't doing i wasn't thinking about whatever i had been thinking about Mm -hmm. that had been you know on my mind before um and i think that's the other thing that i that i think is important when i think about cheering you up or distraction or whatever it doesn't fix the problem it just gives you a moment of levity of lightness of Remembering, you know, hey, wait, there are other parts of life that maybe are good. They might be smaller parts. They might be parts that we take for granted, like our relationship. So let's say the world's on fire outside and there's a lot going on with that. But other than the tension that might be added to any relationship, power exchange or not, the relationship underneath is still a good one, right? Yeah. So having moments, even brief, like small, um, moments to just remember that hey wait i really like this person i'm choosing to be in this relationship for a reason oh yeah that's right you know they make me smile they make me laugh they say stupid shit that makes me want to like my eyes roll back in my head but i i picked them for partly for that um so that i think in in all times and in all relationships i don't care if it's you're married you're not married it's a sexual relationship it's a romantic relationship it's none of those it's platonic i don't care if you're dealing with people in a way where you're forming bonds and trust which you absolutely are in any power exchange being reminded of hey wait i really you know no matter what else is going on in the world i really like this person and and, oh that's that's why that there's my moment to go Mm -hmm. oh that's why i like them they make me laugh or they're goofy with me or they get my weird jokes which is very affirming and validating (laughs) you know i went through 
the first, I met you what, when I was 33? The first 33, mm. 34 years of my life with most people in my life not getting my humor, not getting my sarcasm. It either went right over their head or they just weren't paying attention to me. Uh, it's kind of mm. lonely when you go through life like that. And then I met the one mm -hmm. person who's like, you didn't even finish that sentence. I know what you mean and it's funny as fuck. You know, so having those little reminders from your partner between you uh, I think helps keep the relationship strong, even in sure. times of strife and stress, assuming that your partner's not the reason that your world's on fire right well, now. Like yeah. that, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> we are going on the <laughs> supposition that you both might be stressed to the max, but you actually do like one another and maybe even love one another. And yeah, you want to be together. One would hope. One would hope. <laughs> um, do you because we both have clearly memories of life before power exchange uh, relationship, different power exchange relationships. So when I ask this question, that's where I'm coming at it okay. from. Do you think that the cheering up or the distraction or whatever term we want to use, I'm still going to stay with cheering each other up is different at, at all, either for you or in general, I would go more for you, but whatever in um, ds than it is in a vanilla relationship or is it is a dependent is it different from ds relationship to ds well, relationship like, i i can only go by past relationships well, that well, I've had. right yes so would i say it's different yes absolutely um i think because of our relationship in general mm -hmm. and because of our ds mixed in with it I think that what you what you do to try to cheer me up when I need that, um, one you try a little harder, mm -hmm. and it's heartfelt. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. So it it come. I I see it coming from those places. Do you whether you're the one cheering up or the one being cheered up? Is there anything about it from either side of that that taps into your dominance at all? Or do you use your dominance? Now, I will say, I can say this to my submissive friends out there. Mm. Uh, sometimes you're going to be trying to cheer somebody up and they're not going to be in the mood for your little baby girl playfulness and your little glittery self. And they're going that, to shut you down in a heartbeat like the happens. big D they are. That and happens. it is not my favorite thing ever. <laughs> Because I'm just trying to make you feel better and get you to not be so fucking grumpy. And the way we uh, describe it or the way I think I started this and you kind of like just go with it. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like you're, you know, you ever heard the expression, um, bit my head off? Well, I take that way too far. And I'm like, you didn't just bite my head off. You are gnawing on my head in the back of your teeth like I am gristle. Can you like stop chewing on me? Nom nom. <laughs> and it's not sexy. It's not kinky. It's like, I mean, I do. I feel like I, the bite my head off is a good expression because it does feel like a chunk's been taken out of you. And I don't like that feeling. I was just over here trying to be Miss Mary Sunshine. You were just trying to be a nice girl. I know. <laughs> Why are my efforts not appreciated? <laughs> that is a reality. And i that's a reality regardless of the side of the slash. I'm just, True. I can only speak from a submissive <laughs> perspective. Just know they might big D you out of trying to cheer them up. And that is not always fun. Well, 
to go back to your question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am I? I'm getting sidetracked this week. Is that <laughs> that's happening? I hadn't noticed. No, not you. I I see it coming from both ends mm-hmm. because when you're trying to to cheer me up, mm-hmm. you're performing an act of service. Yeah, in part we yeah. talked about that. Mm-hmm. And when I'm trying to cheer you up, mm-hmm. it's like I'm taking control of the situation and. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that makes that makes sense. And the way we respond is sometimes within our power exchange and sometimes not. So sometimes I can get you laughing, and it's your sadistic laugh. So that's that part of the big demons. Yeah. And sometimes it's the daddy kind of thing. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's a combination. And sometimes you just, and this is the reality, especially for my people pleasers out there. This is just a reality. If you have not already figured out, let's just face this one together, okay? Sometimes, regardless of what you're trying to do, what um, what might even be, quote, best for the other person, you can't, you cannot distract them from the moment, cheer them up, it's just not that they're not in the space to hear what you're doing or to appreciate what you're doing. And it's like anything else we do in any other relationship in life, boundaries mm-hmm. and consent. If they tell you to back off, you need to back off. That is my fatal mistake. Because sometimes I'm like, wait, no, I just need to try harder. <laughs> that will help. <laughs> it does not help. Um, so I, I think that is something to keep in mind is, especially if you are like me and it's almost for me it's like a physical pain to know Mm. that i'm not i can't fix the situation but i'm also not making you smile and you're not happy and we now have to walk around life with you being unhappy and i just do not react well to that and i know i'm not the only one out there like that getting to the point where i could go okay he does not want this. This is not working. I'm going to back off. I'm going to retreat. I'm and what I'm doing. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. I am. I might go off and do something else. Like give you your space if that's mm-hmm. what you've asked for. But my eyes and ears are open the whole time. I am oh, yeah. waiting for that moment where there's a twinkle in his eyes or he makes just he says something and I can be snarky i can be silly i can take it and run with it in the way that we do with our humor as we have uh uh, shown off for 216 episodes Um, (laughs) you know and then maybe that's my in maybe you're ready to be cheered up maybe you're ready for that moment of distraction there's sometimes i just want to embrace my inner eeyore lord yes and i (laughs) this is not a good look for me, but I'm going to admit it for full disclosure. Okay, we just show we show all of it, warts and all, around here. I can get really annoyed with that, even when I know that. So let me back up. Not even when it happens most often when this is not a good look, y'all. When I know, no air quote believe I know <laughs> that the thing he's upset about is not worth being upset about. It is not a good look. I understand. <laughs> Our feelings are valid. Okay. We get to feel what we feel. Yes, mm-hmm. this is true. But also, why are you upset about that? We can fix it in two seconds. I'm here trying to cheer you up. Stop being Eeyore. That was a dinner conversation. Yes, it was. Two or three nights ago. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, you can um, take trying to cheer your partner up a little too far is all I'm saying there. And then uh, you have Tigger over here that's just... Sometimes. You know, yeah. 
sometimes. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to embrace my inner Eeyore, and you're like Tigger over there just bouncing. And you know, I do think if I wanted to dig deeper into it, it really is about the fact that I hate conflict, even when the conflict is not aimed at me. It's not even about me. I'm not even a part of it. I'm just your your partner in life who happens to be witnessing it with you. Um, it's my people pleaser side that does believe if everybody's mm -hmm. happy, life is perfect. It's fine. It's fine. This is fine. Right? Like, I know that's not always healthy, which is where we can actually get into arguments. And I have flounced off tears in my eyes with the thought, like the baby girl that I am, I was just trying to cheer you up. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've ever had that moment, it might, mm -hmm. it might be because there was some boundary see, Jay, issues. Jay makes a good point and, and that sometimes you do just have to wallow in it. And you See, know what? As a wallower, I agree. And and you do the same thing mm -hmm. from time to time. Mm -hmm. There are times I I have gotten better at reading you because there are times that I know there is not a damn thing I can do. Right. And the best thing I can do just like you said, you know, let you go off. Mm -hmm. Be by yourself. And I will and, you and I have gotten into it when you've tried to pull a me and gone Tigger and tried to, to cheer me up when yeah. I was not ready for it. Oh, it ain't pretty. <laughs> no. And it's weird <laughs> because I know it for myself. I know it objectively for other people, but there is something, and I'm not going to speak for anybody else who recognizes themselves as a people pleaser or somebody who hates conflict, but I, I know that it is a deeper need that I should probably talk to my therapist about mm. that will that I've had to learn the hard way that either to read your signals better and that comes with time and being in a relationship sure. long enough um, and the fact that we do our best to clearly communicate in those moments and outside of those moments so mm -hmm. I know when you say just stop give me a few minutes I can hear it in your the tone of your voice i can see it in your body language i can see it in your like i you give off all these signals that i have learned how to read that mm -hmm. i can go fine okay. and i'll walk away but i am <laughs> still and this is probably not healthy but whenever i am still waiting for an opportunity the moment i see mm -hmm. like a, just a crack in your armor <laughs> i'm sliding in my good cheer okay it might be my snarky we would go to hell if anybody hurt us good cheer but i'm sliding it in um, I have argued with you in a silly way until I've gotten you to laugh. I think that yes, was called an hour ago <laughs> I don't when know you what were you're grumpy. About. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, if you are noticing <laughs> that we are talking more about John Brownstone being a grumpy polar bear and me doing the cheering up than, than the other way around, um, I think it's because of what I said at the top, the disclaimer I gave, because most of, most, not all, of my yeah. really, like, bad moods and play, times I can't be cheered up and he might try are due to, to mental health. And that's just a whole other animal to mm -hmm. me. Um, but also I, I look at it as for me, and this is not a universal, this is just about me. It is a little bit of my baby girl side. It is my submissive side. It is my people pleasing side. Um, and I think that the people pleasing and the please don't have conflict is that's not about D or S. That's not about what side of the slash you're on. Mm -hmm. But for me, it all gets wrapped up together. in it yeah. together. And so I, I am also, and this goes back to childhood things I should talk to my therapist about. <laughs> I am also very attuned to your moods 
Like, I know when you're in a bad mood before you will admit to yourself you are in a bad mood. You're like, I am just pensive and I am thinking. And I'm over there going, mm-mm. Nope. Three, two, one. I'm like waiting for it. And that does come from stuff from 30 plus years ago where I just, I almost to my detriment, I read people that I know mm. fairly well <laughs> to the point where you have gotten annoyed with me because I'm trying to cheer him up ahead of time so I can maybe <laughs> avoid the bad mood that I feel coming. I mean, that does come, that does get, uh, other things come out of that that are also yeah. probably not good where I will try to do conflict resolution before he's ready to admit there's a conflict. And that's a little weird. Um, I will preemptively try to fix a problem when I haven't been told there's a problem because he's not even talk, thinking to himself about the problem I have I have read. And then there's that question you have, it's a little bit of Schrodinger's cat. Was there mm -hmm. a problem <laughs> that I saw coming or did me trying to fix the problem that didn't exist cause the problem? Was There was and wasn't a problem all at the same time. And if I would stop being incessantly cheerful, <laughs> trying to, fix these issues before they happened, we might not be not talking and my baby girl feelings might not be hurt. <laughs> We've had that happen a few times too. Yes. So if you if you are listening or watching, you're like, oh, I'm totally the person who's trying to cheer everybody up. I want you to think about that. And I want you to, I want you to do a deep dive into your own, you know, experiences with it and your own motivations. And when you've done it and it hasn't worked, okay? It's not just because you're the most cheerful person and everybody around you is a pessimist. Sometimes we're annoying, okay? Sometimes we are causing problems instead of fixing them. I I'm, I have self-awareness. I know. I just can't stop myself. Well, that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> I know I after know. the fact, y'all. Yeah. Podcast listeners, you cannot see the look he's giving <laughs> But you know the look he's giving yeah. Um <laughs> So in terms of relationships... I said this, I think, at the top, mm -hmm. that we are usually pretty fortunate when one of us is down, the other one is in a place, even if we're not, it's, we're not like, woohoo, happy-go-lucky, we're in a place where we can cheer the other one up. Mm -hmm. I know that I have been pulled out of a bad mood because I wanted to cheer you up. Have you ever had that happen? Like you were kind of, mm. uh, and then I was, uh, and you were like. I don't know. I honestly don't know. You could have lied and said, yes, I would have believed you. Just saying. <laughs> Don't lie. That's wrong. No. Don't lie. No. Um, I do know that the hardest part is when you're both down. It's when, like, yeah. in a time like right now when the world is on fire. Um, and I, I mean, I don't, I'm not smart enough to have good advice on that. Like, I don't. No. I think I mean, it is personality driven. If you were the yeah. type of person to maybe see humor in dark places, or you are also an optimist who can see, you know, you're the silver lining mm -hmm. kind of person. I am a silver lining kind of person. Yes, I know we annoy you non-silver lining kind of people. It's fine, it's fine. Um, but again, I think that, oh. Well, I was just gonna say, I, I don't know whether it's luck or whether it's because of the way our relationship is just based. We very, very seldom have those times when we're both down. I mean, it happens. 
Sure, of but course. not very often. No, we knock on wood. I mean, that's yeah. pure luck. That's not anything we've done. It's Mm-mm. just pure luck at this point. Yeah. Our day is coming. Um, I do think that if we look at it in terms of cheering each other up, when when we're both in t- tough spots, no. I mean, I'm I'm kind of a sarcastic bitch in those moments, and I revel in it, and I enjoy it. But what we will do is distract each other so we can get the other one to smile or laugh. Because I think we yeah. both enjoy mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And so then it's a bit of a challenge. Like, what can I say? What ridiculous thing can I say? What weird voice can I use? What observation can I make? You, it's like, what pun can I make? Or Well, one of the things that you love to do at night if we're in bed and you know I'm not in the right headspace mm-hmm. you will do things to me to try and get a reaction oh my god y'all I will tickle him I will we discussed yes. this last last week it was mm-hmm. last week there will be I can't I'm gonna say this again I'm not gonna go through what this means if you did not catch last week's episode uh, there will be a lot of budgie budgies <laughs> <laughs> you have to go watch last week's episode or listen to it. I'm not going through that again. Um, <laughs> I I will be silly. I will be goofy. I will be playful. I have found, and I know this does not work for everybody. I am well mm. aware. But I have found that sometimes by forcing myself to pretend that I am cheerful, I can fake myself out. So I'm doing it. I'm becoming playful. I'm becoming silly because I desperately desperately want you to get out of your funk, even mm. if it's just for a moment. I mm-hmm. want to break that mood. Yeah. Eve, as long as I have the energy to do it, and that's the hard part because sometimes you just don't have the energy to do it. But when I have the energy to do it, even though I'm not really feeling it, I can fake it. It's a fake it till you make it thing. Like I can gotcha. almost, I start out like, ugh, but I really want him to smile. And then by the end, we're both laughing. And we're legit, like, not thinking about the thing, mm-hmm. whatever it was. It And again, it doesn't mean that we've made that thing go away or we've even forgotten about it. I, there have been many moments I've gotten you to laugh, to crack up, to just smack my ass. Whatever you needed to do, whatever right. reaction I was going for, whatever distraction. And we've laughed, and then you've been willing to talk about what's on your mind. Yeah. And ultimately, that's... You know, it's not completely altruistic. It's not just that I want to make my daddy happy. It's I want us to get to the root of the problem. What's on your mind? Because everything in any relationship, we're talking about power exchange, the root of it is always communication. Preventing problems before they happen. um, Correcting course. Fixing Mm -hmm. problems after the fact. um, Solving problems together facing the big issues it all comes down to communication and if you get too lost in your own head it it absolutely affects your mood and so i've got to get you out of that because what i need you to do is talk to me because we can't face or fix whichever one it is anything if we're not talking without talking about it and without being on the same page Mm -hmm. and so if because i know some of y'all are out there i can see the live chat if some of y'all are like oh this fucking cheerful shit Ugh, right and you're my pessimist who hate the silver lining it's fine we're cool i love you anyway it's fine i will still do my best to make you smile because that's who i am um think of it in those terms i mean i'm not i don't want anybody to to do anything against their personality but maybe it's you're not thinking well cheer my partner up what well 
maybe it's not that for you. Maybe it is mm -hmm. just pure distraction so that you can get them out of their head just long enough so you can get both of you talking about something. Uh, that's where I get the most frustrated with you. Yeah. Because when you are really resistant to my efforts and y'all y'all have have met me, you can hear the sound of my voice, you can see my face, you know my efforts are big. It's yeah. a go big or go home thing. Mm -hmm. uh, when you resist those, that's when I know there is something seriously on your mind. And I get more frustrated because I'm like, he's not just, y'all, I don't just play and dance like, you know, a court jester. <laughs> I do ask the question, what is on your mind? Mm -hmm. What I get? And if you are this partner or you have this partner, you know what I'm talking about? I get the, it's fine. It's nothing. Bullshit. If <laughs> That look on your face, that tone in your voice, you not looking at me the way you normally do. Y'all, I know it's not nothing, mm -hmm. okay? And most of the time, I think many of us know it's not nothing. For my fellow warriors and uh, anxious people, it's not always us. We have to, <laughs> we, mm -hmm. <laughs> I do internalize that weight. If, there, if you're not telling me what's wrong, does that mean it's me? And so then mm. um, almost, Oh, I can't think of the word I want, but in a not healthy way, I then turn on the charm even more because now my anxiety has gone, oh my gosh, this grumpy mood, this whatever I'm dealing with is me. And so I now need to perform my cheeriness so I can make him love me again. <laughs> that sounds pathological when I say it out loud. And I know it is, yeah. it is. Um, so we do have signals for that. Mm -hmm. You will tell me. This is not about you. And then the anxiety will turn off. And, yeah. and then it's like, okay, but we're not talking about it. And I don't like how this mood is impacting our interactions with one another. If you're not willing to just come out and tell me about it, I got to, and I know it works because we've been together long enough and this won't work with everybody. This, mm -hmm. this is not a universal thing, y'all. But because I know it works, if I can get you distracted and get you just to chuckle just a little True. bit, then your armor is cracked and you will let me in mm -hmm. and then you'll talk to me. True. Now, I, I just want to say real quick, because Jennifer was asking how tickling can be dangerous. Yes. Now, she can tickle me and, you know, <laughs> she gets me to, to, to crack a laugh and... and it's and a smile. mission. It, it's a mission. It's a mission. Yeah. Now, with her, I learned early on, <laughs> she is very ticklish. I am. Do not tickle I her. fucking hate it. She fucking is a, hate she it. She is a flailer. I'll knock you out. And and her feet will fly. I came very close to losing my head a couple times. And I'm not saying sorry. You come at me and tickle me, I'm kicking. Yeah, no. no. I don't know how I ever got pedicures. <laughs> <I just>, <laughs> <laughs> but and that's the thing, that's no. knowing each other. So the things mm -hmm. that work on him won't work on me. No. You know, and no. we know that about each other. Now we're I know, I know I've got some folks out there who are in new relationships or are hoping to be in a relationship. And the question we get all the time is when it's a, it is it, a time thing. Yeah. The more you learn about each other and what works and what doesn't, the, you know, you, you internalize that you store it away in your memory banks and you pull it out when you need it. Um, and yeah, in the beginning, I, I don't, when I when we were long distance, mm -hmm. I think we both actively, even if we didn't consciously do this, but I think we actively just tried to keep each other in an up kind of mood. You know, some days you would call the other and it would just be a hard day because you really wanted to be with each other and you couldn't. And 
we both felt that way. Yeah. Some days it was harder for me than it was for him, vice versa. Sometimes we had a hard day at work and what we really wanted to do is go home to somebody we cared about. Like that kind of stuff, absolutely. And we never really talked about what we were doing, but we did work really hard to find bright spots and find moments like, oh, that did suck, but what about this thing you were telling mm -hmm. me about? Mm -hmm. And it was, a, it was different when we moved in together because we didn't have those um sort of coordinated times when we knew we were going to be talking right and we were living mostly the same existence so i think the danger we fell into was of thinking we didn't have to talk about what had happened because we both thought we knew no, right. because well you were there and i was there and we both saw the same thing and perception does not work that way <laughs> no, no. <laughs> two people can absolutely experience the same exact thing and have and have totally yeah. different recollection which, of it. Which brought about us going to bed at night and talking. Yes, that is our best place. Yeah. Because we're relaxed at that point. Mm -hmm. um, that is when I get probably the most playful. Yeah. And you do too, I yeah. think. You mm -hmm. do too. And then it's, it's a... It's a little bit of letting your guard down from the day. You know, during the day, you're interacting with however many people. These days, we interact with a lot less, obviously. But, you know, if a teenager annoys grumpy polar bear, it might not be the teenager who is facing the grump. It might be me who's facing the grump. And that's just life. But then we're laying down in bed, and it's quiet, and mm -hmm. the lights are dim, and we're relaxing. And then the grump kind of fades away or softens a mm -hmm. bit. And then you're willing to talk about it, or you're willing to let me be the silly. Come down. Yes, Lord, I can <laughs> tell when his hackles are up. You can tell when my hackles are up too, though. I'm not shy or quiet about that. No. So we use very verbal things to cheer each other up. Mm -hmm. Um. But let's talk a little bit, because this will be personal for everybody. This will be unique to everybody, because there's no one way. Um, have we, I don't think we have, but do you have a memory of ever using kinky fuckery or sex in that way? Or has it ever been the outcome? Like we cheered one another up and then we're like, hey. I, I, I don't think, I know I have never used it. No. Like I think if anything, yeah, it's more been the, um, after effect yeah we're both relaxed yeah the grumpy one is less grumpy and so now mm -hmm. hey we can do the kinky fuckery thing that we want to do right i think though that if you're like actually what what distracts my partner is impact play is bondage if that's what mm -hmm. works if you know going hey i got some rope here you want to come tie <laughs> somebody up it gets them out of their funk then use it yeah. i think it's about knowing your partner we have we ever had not when i say angry sex i do not mean that we were angry with one another and fucked because i my libido does not work that way it just is not <laughs> but have we ever had the we're both kind of grumpy at other things and had sex i don't think hmm, that we I have don't think so because i know some people do and then yeah. that works it's a it cuts it's tension. a catharsis yeah yeah What's wrong with us that we don't? There's nothing wrong with you if you don't there's nothing wrong with you if you do but i'm mm. kind of like wait why aren't we having angry sex again not angry at one another yeah like what maybe th maybe that's what we're doing wrong we have sleepy sex yeah but we're already relaxed mm -hmm. right should we have angry sex uh -huh. should we just fuck our way through the world thing on fire i mean eventually we have to get out of bed damn i know i know yeah just saying mm -hmm. so it's, people at Tayshia, i can see talking about mummification mm -hmm. and silent wings said rope work 
So if you know the kink that works for you or your partner to help distract or calm, right. um, I think it's about knowing to offer that, you know, hey, mm -hmm. let's go do this thing. Will that, will that help? Or, hey, what do you think about this? Or, hey, I, I, I think you need some of that. I mean, I know, I know some of his grump would go away in a heartbeat if he could just take a paddle to my ass. Oh, yes. I believe yes. I got threatened <laughs> with punishment, um, <laughs> which at this point, I'm not going to consider it that. I'm going to thank him profusely. <clears throat> uh, once we're in the new house, before we even moved in, just like go, like not take the kids to the new house, be like, just go, just go, just to have those few minutes. Because I do know that sometimes that's the cause of the grumpiness. Right. And I am trying to distract you out of it. And that's the, that's the downside. You distract your partner, you cheer them up, you're mm -hmm. cheerful, you get them to laugh, whatever it is you're trying and, to do. And in the past, in some circumstances, that has worked for us. Right, but then once you've had that moment, the worry is still there. And if it's not something yeah. that can be talked through, not every worry can be. Sometimes it's, you know, the world's on fire mm -hmm. out there. It is what it is. Well, it's just like, too, there, there have been times that, um, you know, I've gone to you and said, hey, look, you need to you need to be spanked. You need to turn that off up there. And, yes, and, and and that's worked for you. And that, oh god, and there there are times we've had this conversation in the past um, on podcasts and YouTube and whatever where I've asked for it because I'm like mm -hmm. my head's not in a good place and I could use this and I know this is cathartic. So like just beat my ass, please mm -hmm. and thank you. We we're. We'll talk about it in the bonus section, but we are barreling towards that moment again, and I am so yeah. excited. Um, and you know, J Jennifer said, and and that is true. She said, you know, it doesn't solve Jack, and a lot of time it doesn't. It doesn't solve anything, mm -mm. but sometimes, and and I I have found this and through time, life, that sometimes just taking that step back. How about the moment to take a break from the thing? Yeah. Because you're, Jennifer's right. Sometimes you get that moment of distraction, you go do that thing, and you, like I said, you come back to it, nothing's different. But giving but, yourself that break but, for just but, a but, moment. But sometimes that, that, that moment of calm, that quiet, and stepping back from it, it, it clears your mind and, and it allows you to see a different perspective. Sometimes. And, and move towards something. Or. Not all the time, but. Right. Or if it's in a situation like we're in right now, right, yeah. which we're not naming it because we said we were going to, mm -hmm. but we all know. Sometimes it just reminds you that good things still happen even in the middle of some of the worst moments of your life. Yeah. That there are moments of joy and there are moments of mm -hmm. fun and there are moments of humor even at low points in life. And, and they're probably, I would almost say, more important at low moments in life because we if we can have them if we can receive them if we have somebody in our life who can help us experience them we need to remember that life is not always the lowest point we're at in any mm -hmm. given moment because nothing is forever except the d word that we're not going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> and whatever we're going through now however long it takes us to go through it it will change again and life will change again and then we'll be in a new situation. And if we go through our all of our lowest moments never having a spark of joy, even if it's just a moment every so often, we can forget what that feels like 
and we for, we can lose even more hope. Now, some of us, like I said, I'm a glittery optimist, I know, so I'm pretty much got, some part of me is always hopeful. You know, even when I feel like I'm kind of pessimistic, I'm still always hopeful, I know. And not everybody is wired that way and that's fine, but there's always like some, like some little speck somewhere, like you're at least hopeful that, you know, you still love your partner, like that's a hope, you know, you are hopeful that you're gonna be together for however long you wanna be together, that's a hope, even if you don't call it that way, that's still an optimism on some level. Mm -hmm. So having those moments to just come outside of the worst moment you're in and to feel something good, you know, I, I do, and I have had, God, I remember, I remember some of the lowest points in my life I would get, just Jennifer said it, I would get angry when I was done because I had the good moment and I couldn't get it back, mm. right? And I had to go back to the sucky thing. And it would make me angry or it would make me sad and I would have to deal with those emotions. But I cannot, I don't think that I could have ever held on to my inner optimist that I've had my whole life. I mean, this is how I'm wired if I hadn't had those moments. Like what kind of person would I have been if I'd gone through my lowest moments and never had a moment to laugh with somebody, never had a moment to feel good even for 30 seconds, even for a day. Like I know me, I, and I always attribute this to my baby girl side, but when I get something I like and feels good, I'm greedy for it. Maybe mm. that's more human nature and it's not really about being a baby girl. I just call it my baby girl self. I'm greedy for it, I want more of it. And then I do get angry when I can't have more of it. And mm. I get impatient that I'm gonna have to wait for it. And it is easier to be on the outside of a low moment and be philosophical about it. But I recognize the benefit I've had with mm -hmm. the friends who cheered me up, with the partners who gave me those distractions, with the friends who distracted me and gave mm -hmm. me those moments of, of joy. And even if it was dark humor, like I, we've talked about this before, I'm the one that's cracking a joke at a funeral because that's like a low, low, low moment and it's dark and it's painful and there's a lot to process. And I'm gonna distract us with a little bit of laughter. And my, my mom's gonna do it, my aunts, the whole family, like you can't put us in a row together at a funeral we will be the giggly row and we will get all of the disapproving looks, but we will have that moment. And then you're right. We do find it's easier to process. Mm -hmm. And I, somebody who's smarter than me that actually studies mental health and psychology and the brain and emotions and thoughts can explain maybe why that occurs. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's not just that I'm an optimist to the nth degree and that annoys some people <laughs> that I'm talking about cheering each other up. I think that on some levels it benefits us. Yeah. I just don't know the science, so I won't <laughs> even pretend to talk about that. Um, but yeah, if you don't like the term cheering each other up, if you're like, oh, that's way too uh, optimistic, call it what it really is. It's a distraction. It's a distraction from the moment. Uh, it's a snarky one, it's a sarcastic one, it's a funny one, it's a silly one, like I don't care, whatever, whatever mm -hmm. works. But yeah, and if you can do that for your partner, um, hopefully they're, they'll do it for you. And some, yeah. sometimes there'll be moments where you can't do it for each other. Like there are just times where you just got to be miserable together. But you know, when you feel the urge to tickle them, even if they'll kick you in the head for it or... <laughs> crack Wear that body armor that very inappropriate <laughs> joke or do that kinky thing you know 
I, th I think it's helpful. I think it's helpful in the state of the world today. I think it's helpful when the world is not on fire outside. Like I just, I feel mm -hmm. like, I feel like it's not a bad thing, even if you don't want to call it cheering each other up and you don't want it to be like this glittery optimistic thing. That's what I think. Is that enough? <laughs> all right. Oh, Are don't, we ready to don't move make on me go all tigger on you. <laughs> I will throw my back out if I have to go all tigger on you, and it will not be pleasant. No, we have a lot of work coming up. You <laughs> cannot hurt me. I know, I know. Okay, so we have rambled for for a good hour now. Yeah. Um we are gonna do a bonus section. Mm -hmm. Um, we have some news to impart in the bonus section. And so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Are we good? Vaguely. Keep, Keep it kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the great guy? You please? certainly can. Thank you, darling. You know, you've been stopping at the bit for this since uh, we sat down to record. I know. We've had news. We've had uh, news. We've had to sit and wait all this time. And I know. Now, now that it's finally here, I guess you're ready to talk and just go on and say what you got to say. But, uh, but you're going to keep talking, <laughs> so I can't because I'm trying to be better about interrupting you. But whatever. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Go I have ahead, to. Girl. I want to say this. I'm not. I'm not meaning to tease podcast listeners because okay. I'm not actually trying to be a tease. But if you've ever been curious about the live stream, the conversation in yeah. the live stream chat, like y'all didn't even need us. We could have just stopped talking 30 minutes ago. Y'all are doing just fine. Now. Right. I love it. Um, <laughs> it's like I don't. We can't watch it too much while we're talking, or we get distracted. But there's like, yeah community going on there is all I'm saying. Um, so I have forgotten for the past, what, two or three weeks, uh, but I've remembered this week, we are gonna do an emoji of the week. And I want it to be, and I can't remember exactly what this emoji is called, but it's one I use all the freaking time. It's the laughing until you cry emoji. So it's the big, it's not the sideways smiley with the tears coming out, it's the, the front waist smiley with the tears coming out, I use it all of the time. In the live chat, uh, we're gonna put it, but y'all know, and if you follow me on Twitter, podcast listeners, you know I use it all the time. <laughs> um, because when I finally like legit laugh at something I see online, that's 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 the smiley face. <laughs> um, and in an effort to cheer each other up, that is the emoji. You can tweet it at us. You can leave it in comment sections on the show notes page, on the YouTube uh, video and the live stream. You can have people send it to us in Fat Life. have people send it to us through Patreon. Now that we've got the Discord server, like just light it up <laughs> because Quite frankly, there are times when I know, especially when we're doing lighthearted topics or when I crack an inappropriate joke in the mm -hmm. middle of a, a deep, important topic, that's the face I wanna make people make. Like, that. <laughs> I, I know I am that really, like, I roll cringeworthy person who just wants to make the world, like, happy with me. Um, but yeah, so that's our emoji of the week. Mm -hmm. Um. Do you want to say or do you want me to say or? Go for it. Thank you. No, wait, I'll...
it's fine. You're the daddy. Have at it, girl. <laughs> daddy. Have at it, girl. You're going to explode. We are recording on Wednesday, April 22nd. On Friday, April 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern, we will close on our new fucking house. Yeah. We will be homeowners. Yes. Again. Yes. We are closing. We got the clear to close. We've signed all kinds of disclosure do lollies. We had to set a thing up with the title company about how to do closing with social distancing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's happening. 3 p.m. And we have the YouTube live stream hangout that night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Y'all, it might just be us jangling the new house keys in front of the camera <laughs> for 30 minutes. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. And, and the painter came in way under what we thought it would be because of another quote we got that we were like, wow, that's a really high quote. Yeah. They're starting work on the new house on Monday. They are taking down the wallpaper. And they're painting all of the interior rooms yeah. and the trim and the doors. I think it's because we kept it simple and the walls are in good condition, but True. still. True. Um, and we found the carpet we want. We have to get that scheduled. That'll be a next week project. And, and, you know, we've been talking about the good internet, especially for all these live streams we're doing. Yeah, I called and got that. That's coming. Situ situated. That's, uh. That'll be installed before we move in. Right. So that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, Y'all would not probably want to see the shopping list, I think they call them, uh, that I have saved Ooh. at Lowe's.com and Ikea. <laughs> now, the one at Lowe's, I would not order like that whole shopping list. I'm just saving it so we can go back and go, okay, what do we want? What do we like? I have some more things to add to that list, by the way, um, that I keep forgetting. Um, yes. So the the house it's all it's all happening it's all happening oh and i've been talking to the movers i'm waiting on a final quote to make sure that yeah that would work it's all happening yes it's all happening yeah um i do know for purposes i didn't do this at the beginning for like the real announcements because nothing's been decided i know the week of our actual physical move which will be probably may 13th that mm -hmm. week we will be on hiatus that week will we be on hiatus the week before i don't know yet um we have to kind of look at the schedule and the calendar and yada right. yada, yada. See, how, see how things start right. panning out as far as how but how guess what we don't have to do we don't have to paint nothing that we don't want to paint. I am going to paint a wall in some room, the sassy lilac color that I love because it's called sassy lilac. I have to, it's required by law. I don't know if you knew that. Um, <laughs> the law of Kayla Lord's baby girl extraordinaire. That's the law. Um, but that that's not that's a weekend thing. That's yeah. A, that's not oh, a big yeah. deal. Um Yeah. Mm -hmm. What else? Am I missing? Oh, ooh, you have a thing you just dealt with today that will be formally dealt with either tomorrow or Friday. Yes. Um Lottie remember I started working on the motorcycle, get my bike running. And for different various reasons, I hit a little bit of a brick wall with that. Yeah, you did. And I found somebody who can and will work on the bike. And they will be here either Thursday or Friday to pick it up. Mm -hmm. So you don't even have to get it to them. No. Which was the last place you looked at. That's what you would have had yes. to do. Yes. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's going to be mm-hmm. taken care of and have that back up and running again. Mm-hmm. And if they are still working on it while we're dealing with the move, that's fine. And if they get it done sooner, mm-hmm. at least it's running. Right. Um, somebody asked in the <laughs> live stream chat, have I have we picked colors? So... What had happened was um, we we have narrowed it down to two from all the paint chips. Yes. Sherwin Williams will mail you for free ten paint chips. Mm-hmm. Just saying, um, and then I'm so glad we have paint chips in our hand because those colors on the the screen were deceiving as hell. We ended up accidentally having them send us two purples that we never would have thought were purple no, colors. No, not based. the screen. No, no, no. Um, and what we're waiting on, Sherwin, one, I want to get into the new house and see the natural light, blah, 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 and put the paint chip at least up on the wall and go, okay, which one do I mm-hmm. like? Um, but also Sherwin-Williams, and I'm sure other companies do too, it's just the one I know about, has an app where if you take a picture of the room, you can then apl- virtually apply the paint color to the mm-hmm. wall. And since it's a Sherwin-Williams color, because that's who would send us paint chips for free, it's the only reason, um, we're going to do that Friday afternoon because after we close, we'll go to the closing and then we'll, we can't bring the kids because, because of social distancing, um, only the signers can be there. Even if our realtor decided he wanted to go, he's got to sit in his car the whole time. Yes. <laughs> he's got a pregnant wife. If he does not show up, it's fine. I will not be offended. Um, so we'll come home, get the kids, go to the house. Cause then now it's our house and we can go whenever the fuck we want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll take pictures then and we'll start playing with that. And I think I know what color we're going to go with, but yeah. we're, mm. um, none of the colors we've looked at. This is from the Friday night, uh, live stream hangout. If you're not aware, none of the colors have good names. The colors but, that we like. Yeah. But right now the, the top contender, they have boring names. Not the one, not the top contender. Number two is a boring name. For paint color. I mean, we're going to have sassy lilac in our house. Yeah. How can we have boring paint color names? It's just not right. But the one's called what? Come on, say, say the name. <laughs> Should a sex blogger say this on the internet? It's called Choice Cream. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Y'all, my second choice, which is actually a really pretty color, I just think it might be a little too dark, is just literally called Beige. That's what it's called. I... Uh, I, I, it's it's a boring name even though the color's not that bad it's just a little dark mm, we'll figure it out Friday yeah yeah yep. um yes and somebody asked, so a couple questions came up mm-hmm. through the live stream that I'll answer one technically we um, our lease ends May 15th right and we're gonna be out by May 15th oh, we yeah. our our landlord who is our realtor will work with us so if something happened we could stay through the month we've already actually paid for the whole month of may Mm -hmm. so it's fine um but yeah we want to be we just want to be out and the way the work seems to be lining up that shouldn't be a problem um and then somebody else asked another oh crystal asked if the spanking will occur in the empty house before the friday night uh hang out it's a possibility it's a possibility yes Uh, indeed somebody may or may not be pushing buttons um and being a little extra sassy uh (laughs) (laughs) not not on purpose but you know that subconscious will do shit you never do anything (laughs) on purpose do you girl do you yeah (laughs) okay podcast listeners my hair got pulled and i'm here for it it's fine this is fine um so yeah (laughs) jennifer says i should just rename those boring paint colors and maybe i will (laughs) y'all y'all we were looking at paint colors we did 
we only had the paint chip scent if we actually liked the color, but there were a couple. I think we were swayed by the name. We will talk about those Friday night because <laughs> that'll be a fun yeah. time to talk about that yeah. while I'm jangling the keys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jangling the keys. Um, let's see anything else like the house has been on our mind so freaking much it's like all i can that's, think about that's been that's been pretty it's much what's been going on this this week has pretty much been that's been it mm-hmm. i mean i'm i'm staying more focused with work this week than i did last yeah. week um i mean i i have i have one more yeah. um order yeah, that yeah, yeah. I'm working on for the shop, but I'm not starting any. No, you got to start packing it up projects. and moving it. Um, I've already started organizing some of the shop, um, but yeah, I have one more pro- one one more order to finish, and that will be going out by the end of this week. That'll be done. Yeah, I have a few things I got to sh- ship out. Yeah, so the two of the things the people did not pay for. They're they're yeah giveaway items, but I should actually mm-hmm. mail them out. That would be nice. Yeah, and. Um, my intention the bike will be out of the garage Mm -hmm. the next day or two Mm -hmm. and um probably this weekend i'm gonna start moving some of the tools over yeah 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 and i'm I'm gonna start going through it's hard because obviously right now um normally before we every time before we've ever moved mm-hmm. we kind of do a great purge and we figure out what well, i'm not moving this we'll just donate it yeah. well we need to still go through stuff but it can't really be donated anywhere yeah, nobody, so it's like nobody here right now is accepting any donations no and and that's fine and that's totally fine it just mm, eh. but yeah i've got i've got i'm gonna go through uh the dresser drawers in the closet because some of the things i have now moved between two to uh, addresses and I have not actually looked at them either time it's time to hang it up and just admit I'm not going to wear that anymore no matter how much I want to Mm. Um, (laughs) yeah that's That's I mean we're kind of boring right now Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah and we we have total first world problems right now we're like oh this massive room don't worry i will be instagramming it's freaking heart's content and i'll be um for the office i think we're going to do an office tour once it's done video so i'll get some before we footage should do of the, it before and then, yeah, yeah. yeah i'll get some before footage of the office it's this massive room y'all it's ma- it's narrow but it's really really long runs most of the length of the house um and we're like oh no we have too much space how will we set this up like we're y'all <laughs> i mean that's the epitome of personal problems oh but we're gonna figure it out and it's gonna yeah. be fine yes um but it's yeah we're it's exciting mm-hmm. i'm excited yeah i we were talking about it yesterday tuesday before i started recording this um i feel like we're at the last mile of a marathon there's still a lot of little things that have to happen and but i'm at that point where i'm done like i'm over it i don't want to be thinking about it anymore but also i want to just get everything done mm-hmm. like i don't want to be patient about some of the stuff <laughs> that we need to do there will be a lot of list making in the future probably mm-hmm. this weekend lots of list making also i think a kink of mine so that's okay um <laughs> Because we need to get this, and we need to to do that, and yes. blah, 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 Yeah, very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Feels, it's a, been a very long journey. Mm-hmm. I, I need to go back and look at a calendar or something and see just how long we've been talking about this. Because before we sold the condo, we spent months working on getting it ready to sell, 
before we did that, we were talking about selling and moving. That's, I mean, that it's been a while. It's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is the longest fucking marathon ever. Mm-hmm. But we're there. We're at um, the end of the uh, end of the end of this particular journey. I know. We can rest for a little bit after this. Oh right? yeah. Okay. Yeah, we I talked would just about like that to the sit other still. night. We were walking. <laughs> No, I think we all des- we we there is a well deserved rest after this. Yeah, I was talking to another one of my groups, my Smut Lancer group, and they they know me too well. Um, and my friends there, Quinn, they were like, "You're just gonna come up with ten more projects." I was like, "Shh, not so loud. I'm gonna try not to come up with ten more projects. I'm gonna actually try to use the mental space that's been the move has been taking up in my brain to actually focus on the shit we're already doing. Please and thank you." <laughs> um yeah i think that's it i mm-hmm. think that's plenty yeah i mean how we're kind of boring like i said we're kind of boring right now but also we're like on edge we're yeah. like is it friday at three yet is it friday at I three know, yet i know i know we're are we there yet lives away. oh my god for however long it takes i know so that was the interesting thing the title company gave you choices you could sign you could do one thing i can't remember um there there were three options yeah. that they gave us um we picked number three uh, the first one was doing the signing in your car yeah, yeah yeah in your car that's right uh the second was they have a table in the parking lot no 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 in the front of the office, not in the parking lot. Oh, it was in the parking lot. No, in the front of the office. They have like an awning. Oh, it's okay. It's outside the front door. It's outside the front door. Outside. Yeah. And then the third was in their... Really controlled environment, environment sterilized ster- office. Yeah. We will take all precautions. I right. was like, I would like to sign my life away at the nice, pretty uh, conference room table. Oh wow! You made Saki. You made it through this whole thing and barely coughed, and now, now they're mm-hmm. coughing up a lung. Um, <laughs> sorry, y'all. poor baby. Um, yeah, I was like, can I can I come inside where the air conditioning is and the table? I mean, if we're gonna sign for a thirty year mortgage, I just want to sign at the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Saki. So yeah. Anyway. Oh, Crystal, thank you. Crystal says the mini podcasts have been great. Good. Okay. I have more to record. I the, yeah. the one that went out this week was the last one that I have pre-recorded, so I have to get on that. Um, and yes, Silent you're right. Everything is boring mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think we should go. Yeah. And release the Krakens, I mean the children, mm-hmm. and let them get back on the internet. Yes. Um, if you manage to come see us Friday night here on YouTube uh, and join us for the hang out we will see you then that Mm -hmm. uh live stream we do not leave live to be watched later because it's just us chatting it's literally us talking about whatever's being talked about in the live stream chat so the only way you can watch it later is to also read the live stream chat at the same time for anything to make sense we just don't keep that live it is meant purely just to be a hangout just to hang out and right and we do it every friday for Mm -hmm. the foreseeable future so um, I think we should be able to do it even through the move. I, I think so. I think so. We, it might be kind of funky. We yeah. might be like not sitting in nice chairs and it might be weird, but mm-hmm. we think we can do it through the move. So yeah. we are going to keep, uh, keep doing that. So podcast listeners, if you, um, can't do it for the podcast episodes, I totally get it. Um, but if you want to come join us Friday night, YouTube, dot com slash loving bdsm at 9 30 p.m eastern and we will yeah. see y'all then and if not mm-hmm. then when then you will hear our voices next week yeah absolutely mm-hmm. we love you guys
Thank Bye. you. Bye. We'll see you Friday.